Hello and good evening and welcome to the It's Our Year podcast, Series 2, Episode 9. Been a, a long bloody while since we've recorded anything, isn't that right, Craigo? Yeah, that vote to do with you, does it, sir? Yeah, we're back though, aren't we? And people were asking, where's the next episode? They weren't, but they fair were. enough, were they? But to be fair, um, I've become a dad. First time. Oh, very good. Uh, little Elsie Turton, uh, a little Wednesday fan. Uh, That's very lovely. Into the mix. So, yeah, so sorry if I've been away, but uh, looking forward we have to been doing, away, Craig. But looking forward to doing this uh, episode tonight. And it's not just you, is it, Craig? We've got, we've got a third wheel, a ginger wheel, one that's spinning out of control. Who is a man freaking to? It's, uh, it's Adam French as, as, as the third host of the It's Our Year podcast. You've been asking for a while to come on, haven't you? I haven't asked once, but it's good to be invited. Great um, <laughs> to be here. <laughs> no, thanks very much for having me, guys. I've been looking forward to doing this for a while. We've always talked about it. A good old uh, banger blade uh, versus uh, Craig the pig. Oh, yeah. They're... He has been called that a few times in his life, but <laughs> nothing to do with the football. <laughs> No, but yeah, we don't normally have people on. We, we've had Ronnie Moore on, haven't we? Well, uh, I mean, we've had people on when I've spoken to, yeah, not when had, you've been here. Yeah, we've had Joe Cran as well. Yeah, that I did by myself, but yeah. carry on. But yeah, it should be a good one, and we're talking about current Wednesday player, what I'm so excited about as well. So yeah, we've done a little bit of a deep dive. I know that's the phrase that's often used on podcasts. Quite annoying, isn't it, really? I'm I don't upset that I've used it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they do. I forgot. Yeah, they do use it in education. But anyway, about David Stockdale, because obviously we looked into his website in some depth. Let me tell you, not mentioned once on the podcast, is it? Uh, the uh, the Under the Cost oh, yeah. website. Don't talk about it at all. Um, went into it thinking, might dislike him. Didn't. Didn't dislike him. Just pick a spork. Listen to the lad. So we'll be talking about David Stockdale. We'll be talking a little bit about the World Cup in uh, in not remotely controversial Qatar. Um, little bit of an update regarding our three clubs. Of course, the Leicester, the Wednesday, and the Banger Blade. Them blades. Them blades, exactly. And a little bit, bit of an update, of course, Craigo, from, uh, from Chef FC. It's been a long time, hasn't it? Not that you've played much recently. No, but we're doing much better. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to giving you an update on, on the world's first. Right. Still in with it, then. So, currently, the World Cup is on, isn't it? In Qatar. And I personally couldn't go in and really give a chance. But uh, I'll come to you initially, Craig. What were your initial thoughts on the tournament? And is there a certain pining for you to be there. Yeah, as you know, I've, I've talked about it a few times on this podcast. I went to Russia four years ago. Saw Glenn Hoddle, didn't you? Saw Glenn Hoddle, tried to get a lift back with him into the Moscow. Uh, Told you to fucking do one, didn't he? He didn't, yeah, basically, yeah. I was like, oh, he couldn't believe uh, English fans were watching her, uh, around Morocco. And I'm like, come on, take me back. And he, and he weren't having none of it. We probably thought you'd sinned in a past life. No, but yeah, uh, I got really engrossed into the World Cup. Four years ago, mm-hmm. obviously I went to down to the Wem- uh, Wembley for the Euro final. That was a nice day, wasn't it? Yeah, got COVID from there. Uh, but yeah, uh, kind of wish I were out there in Qatar. I know it, all the things that have been going off there, and it's it's horrendous. But just got parts particularly. Just got to focus about the football. I'm all about the football. Football's the winner. But yeah, uh, so nothing's annoyed you about it, Craig. 
Oh, it shouldn't have been there, should it? It shouldn't be. It shouldn't have been there. It shouldn't. It, we shouldn't be in November, December tomorrow, having a World Cup. And yeah, is that is that the only thing that? No, you? it's all corrupt. I don't want to really go into it, but it's, <laughs> but, but, but it's there, and it's there. And uh, sport washing to <laughs> <laughs> No, but yeah, England have got through. Uh, what have you thought quite, of the performances? Quite comfortable. Uh, Ram a good performance. Yeah, I've watched, I've watched them all. And USA. Yeah, to be fair, USA are not a bad team, so unbeaten. Not the ilk of Kobe Jones and Alex Lalas, though. Well, look, look what happened today. Uh, France have lost today. They've been tipped. Yeah, only, 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 only yeah there's nine changes, you'd have to say that. Yeah, but I, I'm all about winning brings that win mentality and for me, I'd put a decent team out. Senegal on Sunday, I think we should progress. Definitely semi-finals. You think Not so if Ilman has anything to say about it. No. Damn blades. <laughs> no, but yeah, blades. I wish I, I wish I were out there. Uh, one of our uh, good friends who listens to the podcast, he's out there, isn't he? Yeah, Lewis, Lewis is out there. Um, he's been giving us sort of regular updates regarding what it's like. So he was involved with the first game when England played Iran. The FIFA app went down and oh, then it yeah. sort of went back up and said, no, nah, you've not got, not got any ticket um, to get in. So it took him four hours. Uh, gets into the game 20 minutes in. Sat on steps, despite paying whatever to actually have, obviously, seats, funny enough. And then he went, this is the bit I like the most, he was going to the uh, Wales-USA game straight after that. Again, ticket app goes down, disappears or whatever. Oh, you haven't got a ticket. Just perchance, didn't he, saw somebody from, like a Polish delegate or something from FIFA, just wrote him out a ticket on paper. And just went, there you go. Just says... Says it, doesn't it? it? Says the game, USA Wales. Right, come in then, lad. Do you think that's linked back to Craig's ludicrous allegations of the corruption that maybe the FIFA app was made that way to steal tickets and resell them on at well, a higher price? I I don't want to discuss those things. Footballers that win, it is. But uh, have you seen the accommodation out there? Well, it's like Fire Festival, isn't it? It's it's a tent we're bedding, and then you get your sort of cheese slice single, don't you? I don't uh, think many organisers would be offering to give blowjobs for water though in Qatar, unlike the fire festival. Yeah, I think you've been a bit judgmental. <laughs> so, I don't know what people are complaining about because the, <laughs> the, the the hostels what I stayed in in Russia, and I have. Uh, yeah, you weren't paying 120 quid a night though. Was it yeah. like the hostel out of the film hostel, mm. or slightly better? Or oh, the the shower facilities? It was in a big uh, uh, like cabin uh, uh, and just I just kind of I, I can still picture the men now just in, <laughs> in, in there and like you, you could actually think am I just going to get turned over in, 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 in those yeah cockroaches uh, going uh, up and down the, the door for it drops as well the roaches, be there. Uh, uh, KJB as uh, security guards are uh, uh, Oh, well, Craig, they're, they're disappeared, just like the corruption. No, but uh, yeah, uh, and I have given them a, a proper uh, one star review, like, like the uh, the beer bag. Yeah, but Mustang. how much were you paying? Uh, two, 250 rubles, so it's like two quid. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. No, no, be thankful there was a bloody water source. Yeah. Don't be picky about it. Yeah. And to be and, honest, and the men. And to be honest, I feel as though at this time. Russia's one-star tourist attraction is probably the least of their problems when it comes to their infrastructure and economy. But at least you're doing your bit, Craig. Well, uh, obviously you're not into international, but no. uh, who, who do you think is going to win? Just give me a team now. Um, based on the tiny slivers of football that I've seen, 
Uh, I think Brazil, potentially. Brazil or France, I'm going to say. How about yourself? Master French. Uh, I'm not sure. Uh, I've watched a bit of it. There's no teams that have really impressed me. Brazil's squad's obviously the best, but... Nothing about Qatar. You know, they, they built really good stadiums. Um, they weren't corrupt at all. No. Um, no. Well, Samuel Eto'o actually said that they would beat us in the, the, the next round of the tournament. Uh, well, said Qatar would win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Samuel Eto'o also uh, said that he was going to that Russian team uh, for the love of football rather than the 400 grand he was getting paid. Tell a few fibs as well, that man. Eto'o, Craig. Very similar <laughs> ethos. <laughs> When it comes to football, I wonder eh? if Edo spent many times in uh, one point. You've you asked me. I think it's coming on. I think. Uh, I, I think <laughs> Why do you think I wanted to stop it? I think. I think. If, <sighs> yeah, defensively. Yeah, not great, but it's attacking players, midfielders, the 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 strength in depth. Not even played Joe Madison yet, so I think we've got a good chance. Yeah, I'm glad they and, and and Big H, Big Maguire. Having a stormer, isn't he, at the moment? Yeah, he's very well, he's good in England, England shirt. But yeah, we're not really hard a test to come. But yeah. You'd have said so. But yeah. I think we should win on Sunday. No no issues. I've watched two of your games in a pub called Hogan's. Not a pub, more of a an arena in the centre of Doncaster called Hogan's. And it's honestly, hand and heart, has made me hate the English. Gorgias are a horrible bunch. Just what specifics uh, have you seen in Ogans then? Oh, just oh, I have heard it's coming home oh, more times than I've had hot meals. Are you All the fans of the Maguire song. Uh, oh, he drinks the Jaeger, does he? Oh, I love that one. No, terrible. I hate, uh, I hate Vindaloo. That can get fucked. Uh, there's one, there's one good song, and then I find out that James Corden did it. So yeah, that can get oh, fucked. Oh God, too. what's that? What what about the remake of It's Coming Home with the Christmas little twist? That's a good one. No, I didn't like that click, Craig. The, there's also the one where uh, what's the line? It's just like uh, forty years of hurt or whatever. But now they're saying zero years because they've attached it to like the Women's World Cup or how they oh. it. But what I quite liked is that there was quite a few men in Don or in uh, Doncaster who were still singing the original line because they do not associate women's football with men's football. That's Hogan's for you. <laughs> so bearing in mind it's been quite a long time since we've done one of these, um, just thought I'd do a bit of an update on each of our respective football clubs. So uh, let the newcomer Adam go first with his uh, beloved Sheffield United. How's it going at minute for him then? Yeah, really pleased. Saw um, uh, a news article, not even a news article, just a post the other day that Hecky, we Hecky, as we call him at the lane, is doing very, very well uh, in his what, first year. Wise. No, in his first year at the helm. I remember when he was taken over, most Blades fans were pretty annoyed about it. I remember that real fat um, American guy did that press conference and he's like, hey, well, we got the football guy, Hecky, we got our technical director. I remember that guy's name. Is it a person who works at your place? Yeah, but he also he also said that you won't see the prince anymore. You won't see me, because we're we, we we won't be here. This isn't our stuff. And we're just like, what are you talking about? And it all seemed like an absolute colossal shit show. But well, that's actually, what he said. He, he didn't matter about results. Yeah, that's what he said in it. It's just like it's not about winning. It made us feel as though we were owned by Chancery because we laughed at their <laughs> owner for so long, and now it, it's not my. It's your turn. Don't talk about my club, thank you. Oh, <laughs> right, pissy ass. Go on, Adam. Uh, but, uh, but, but also, sorry, in, in relation to Sheffield United, though, um, obviously they had a bit of a dip, didn't they, where they had a ridiculous amount of injuries. But um, seemingly, um, 
despite that, because I think you've still got quite a few people injured, haven't you? We do indeed. I think we're still picked up about seven or eight first teamers injured. And you know, when you have a squad of what what do you say about twenty one good players and then a few youth prospects as well in there, it, it takes a lot out of us. But the biggest thing of this season has just been the strike partnership with McBurney and, and Jai. Even the most uh, biggest McBurney blasters have made their words. The guy's a prick, but he's absolutely fantastic. And he's really getting loved by the fans again. And I think he's the sort of player that, correct me if I'm wrong, Craig, you hate him, but would absolutely love him at Wednesday. A bit like Robbie Savage. Yeah, like, uh, I don't think he's worth 20 million, what you you paid for him and 20 million for, for Brewster can keep going on there but uh, uh, yeah he's, he's, a, he's a handful isn't he and they're uh, decent at that level good at stamping I feel as though we've already he's already proved more value for money than Jordan Rhodes ever did for you oh yeah that that, that was horrific and I, I wanted it I wanted him so bad to uh, succeed every transfer window said to Chris love to get Jordan Rhodes in especially with the Wednesday link with his Dad being the goalkeeping coach. Yeah. It just didn't work out. Uh, Chancey were blamed it on the fans. To be fair, we were coming for him. Uh, but yeah, it, it didn't work out. And yeah, 10 million. Uh, not the best uh, way to, uh, to spend that money, is it? But yeah. I think my favourite stat about McBurney was, um, was a few months ago, and it was uh, league goals in the past 24 months, two altercations with rival fans three <laughs> you know so that sort of summed them up but Njai's just been an absolute godsend Njai was good last year but he's sort of in Morgan Gibbs White who I do miss very much but sort of dislike him a bit after going to Forest because I absolutely yeah, hate Forest um, 45 million you know yeah, not worth that well I think I think it's 45 million with the clauses but the way Forest are playing no way is he going to meet any of those clauses but Njai's really come into his own you know he came off the bench there for Senegal Got an assist when they won the second game, three one, and then he started last game and I didn't get to see it, um, but apparently played well. So the only thing I'm worried about is the fact that you know we've got two I would say solid Premier League players and mm. with Berg and uh, and Dai, but it's a bit worrying when obviously and Dai's having a good World Cup and then Berg has had a great first half of the season. So uh, so January. It's... So I've never seen and Um What are his main attributes then? He's just one of those dynamite exciting players like honestly sort of two footers he can shoot alright but as soon as he gets the ball you're ex- you're really on the edge of your seat he, he's, a, he's a more flair version of um, David Brooks and he also he's very very like um, he's got a bit of not nastiness in, his, in a way but a bit of determination aggressive and, grit and, and sort of gets it and he's not the biggest lad but he'll hold his own he holds the ball up and he's just Whenever you get a flair player, usually the work ethic isn't there, or they're a bit of a strop. So you sort of put up mm. with that for that uh, for the other side. But he's sort of got that extra combination, bit, which sort of like you wouldn't be surprised if he's got Crystal Palace written all over him. That sort of player, you know, you could see him in behind the striker. When you first there. came, uh, and I, I have, I criticised a die. I thought you're not going to do it with him, but wasn't it himself and Jefferson first game up top? This season. This season uh, against, who was our first game? We got beat by Watford uh, and nothing and, and, happened. And, and I thought, right, them two, no danger. They're not going to be into a fair turn die. He's got called up for Senegal. Mm-hmm. Team will be playing against England on Sunday. But yeah, I, I, I'll say all my hands up. Uh, he's, he's done well. So Was, he, was he a youth product then? 
So he, strange enough, is he played in France and then his dad moved over. I literally watched a 40 minute video they put out uh, about him this week. And then he um, moved over to England to play uh, for Boreham Wood. But then there was some um, YouTube stars called like uh, Hot Prospects or mm. Football Scrapes, Football Stars. And he was rolling the ball on his head or something. Doing something stupid like that. But then he was doing trials all over the place and then we took him. And then he. He, everyone was hearing about him in the, in the youth squad, but there was a bit of um, sort of will he play, will he play, because he wouldn't sign a contract. But it was basically because Sheffield United were saying, you're unproven, we don't know what you're going to be like. Because mm-hmm. he played a game in the Premier League against your lot, I think. I think he came on for the last sort of 20 minutes of a game. Right. Played against Hughes. And then uh, eventually the, the contract literally got signed either on the Friday or the Saturday morning. And then he started against Peterborough in that first game. And it was Njai and Morgan Gibbs-White really came on the scene. I think we beat Peterborough 6-2 or something that day. Mm. And everyone was like, Slav's done it. He's he's cracked the code. Mm. Slav was an absolute nutty prick. Yeah. Didn't like him. Great, was he? Um, but Njai sort of had an okay season. Then this season... The emerging and he's kicked on. on uh, the heck. I would say he's definitely on for player of the season in the, in the championship. Mm. If he keeps going. About the Wednesday, then Craig, you? Yeah, we've just uh, been discussing it. It's so weird. It, it's not stopped for League One. No, no, the World Cup hasn't stopped it due so, to the complete lack of international players in in League One. Well, we, uh, uh, Will Vokes nearly got called up to the Wales squad from Wednesday. Joe Morrell uh, plays for Portsmouth. He's in the Wales squad, so you can see where we're going down there anyway. Yeah, but that's yeah. not Sheffield Wednesday. No, it's not. And the one one he said didn't get called up. No, anyway, anyway, Wednesday. We had a little uh, sticky patch uh, breaking away uh, Ipswich and Plymouth. But yeah, we've keep ticking along nicely. A couple of 1-0 wins. I think we'll be up there. Chipping away, aren't they, Craig? Chipping away. I think with a squad, what we've got, Bannon pulling strings as as normal over uh, we're going to get top two. Because there, there were a few people getting a bit arsy, probably you included, Craig, or maybe the Darren Moore out tweet in the draft box, when you had them one-all draws, particularly that one against Bristol Rovers, where Joey Barton released his well, tactical talk on the board. To be fair, passion, I've, speed. I, as you know, I work for Chef Club and I've not got down to us for a lot, but they won the best teams I've seen. Bristol Rovers? Yeah, got Obviously, under lights at Hillsborough, then teams who probably not played there before oh, raised the game. Yeah. But yeah, they they were good. They were one of the best teams I've I've seen, especially within like League One against Wednesday. But I I, I looking at the stats the other day and Darren Moore second best manager of all time at Wednesday with win ratio. Really? Yeah, at Hillsborough. Yeah. Not really saying much though, is it? But yeah. this is the thing. Yeah. The, the, he's 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 got. I think we've only lost like three games uh, at home. So a bit of a he has four, four too many. He has spent his whole career in League One with his a bit of a fortress at Hillsborough moment. But I think I think what will happen, and it normally happens with Plymouth, I think they'll they'll drop off, again, right? Like they did last year. Agree with that. Uh, I can't. I was speaking to Joe Cran about this the other day. Uh, uh, the top three, and then from fourth to seventh, there's like twelve points. So whoever's going to finish in that third. Playoff place is going to be gutted because they're going to have a, a massive point hole. Yeah. Compa- and and you know what normally happens as Sheffield United know, you're finishing that third or fourth place. You're not potentially not really going, but it's a bloody lottery. We've got to finish in that top two. 
If we don't go up, Darren Moore's got to go, even though he's a great guy, he's a lovely chap. But yeah, I think we'll we'll do it, keep ticking away. And we're winning, and we're not playing well. And we're going to talk about good old Stockdale in a bit. Ten clean sheets, most clean sheets in division. Mm. Uh, not bad for a keeper that can't dive. No, and openly calls himself a fat bastard. <laughs> uh, who would you say, you mentioned Stockdale, obviously he's been all right with the clean sheets. Who else has emerged as uh, sort of a, a potential player of the season thus far? Obviously, Bannon's going to be up there all the time, but for me, not really a player of the season, but what we've not had for a while. Like, Michael Smith, total different. That's how Rotherham got promoted. We can play a bit different if we need to play it long to Michael Smith, pick off bits from his from his older players. There's knockdowns. At the start of the season, uh, any, a few Sheffield Wednesday fans that I know were saying that Michael Smith was crap and he wasn't a good signing. Has he just sort of recently come into the fold in the past sort of... Five the thing games, is, we, we've scored the most in the division and the top goal scorers win us on four. The goals are getting spread all over the pitch, which is a sign of a, a good team. But like Michael Smith, yeah, to be fair, he got injured in a typical Wednesday style. Last couple of seasons, he's never been injured at Rotherham. Mm. But he had to have an injection, so Darren Moore didn't want to uh, risk him. He's come back into the team. Gregory, he's even come out. He's not said, scored as many this yeah, season. He's he? not been playing. Because Michael Smith's been playing and, play, and off him is uh, you, you talk uh, Windass, uh, Alex Mighton, who was coming into it into it a bit as well. We've got Della Bashiri who's been linked to PSV, who I think he will go to a better club than us because uh, he's not signed his contract. Mm. So we've got some good players and, and uh, Aqui from Rotherham, player of the year. We've got some good, good players and we should be getting promoted but as we'll say with Stockdale, it is pressure. And as when Sheffield United in there, you think you, you all Wednesday fans, United fans. When you're in that league, and Leeds fans, I've talked to Leeds fans. You think you, you need to win every single game, and, and if you don't win, even if it's a draw, you fall off. Yeah, and that's what it is, and that's the problem. Thing I would say about Wednesday this season is best first eleven in the league, debatable, but best sixteen, I would say. So you've got. Even with a few injuries, you've got a few players that can come in and sort of make a difference, which is different to your Plymouths, different to your Ipswiches, different to you know those and teams around there. Some depth. And what's different as well, there's some games like the one nils what we've been winning, we wouldn't have done that last season. We're, we're getting over the line, but it's going to be tough. We've got Derby, and as I've said before, I've gone to Pride Park and I've not seen us win there. If we get a win, and obviously they've got Port, I thought we were going to do it when they had Liam Rossini in there. But we're going to, this is going to be here. But Paul Warren, good manager, I think it'll be tough. I'd, I'd be happy with a point, but if we win, that's a big statement. Mm. What about uh, your boys? Well, I mean, obviously, it started absolutely abysmally, didn't it? It was awful. Um, you had Danny Ward uh, conceding 50% of any shots that were on target. It was like having Rab Douglas back. Well, last night. Uh, well, well, no, I didn't see it, did I? A striker wouldn't be happy with that conversion rate. Never mind a goalkeeper's save rates. No, he's uh, he didn't start off great. To be fair, to, but to be fair, to championship him, goalie. He's a championship goalie. Hang on, hang on, I'm just going to defend him. He's he's looked a lot more confident in the last sort of seven or eight games, um, and we haven't conceded many apart from that that brilliant free kick that De Bruyne scored and. Uh, I think old David Louise Mark II has made a huge difference at the back. Old Wout Fies, superb. He's been, he was in, Aggressive. He's in the Belgian squad, isn't he? He is indeed. Excellent on the ball. Seems a very nice man. I liked his signing on video. He had a white shirt, stonewashed jeans, tucked in. 
and talking about when when he signed and the and the phone call came through. He was there with his wife in the car. He said, "Oh, when when's the phone call came through?" For this is not an episode of Hello Hello, by the way. When when it came through, I I wept. I I was going to Leicester City. And I thought that was nice. I mean, it definitely didn't happen, but I enjoyed that. He's been excellent, and Madison's been do you reckon superb. His, do you reckon his agent sent that DVD of you win the league, but sort of scribbled out the date on it? So you thought this was more recently than... Uh... They are current champions. It's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> well, like Sasha Bob, didn't it? Yeah, but no, he's, he's been excellent. Uh, Tillemans has been very good, actually, since he's been given the captain's armband. Because initially you thought, hang on, you've given captain armband to a bloke who quite clearly wants to leave. Um, and maybe he is playing to put himself in the shop window, but I mean, some of the goals he's scored. But that can work, though, you know, giving that captain to play. Giving him that responsibility yeah, yeah. to step up. And he, he really has. He's, he's been excellent. Because for quite a while, he, he was... Pish, like he, he just clumbersome on the ball, um, but no, brilliant, scored some fantastic goals. And from being in a position where you're thinking, bloody hell, we're about four or five points adrift here at bottom at league, thinking, Christ, we could go down. They've, no, they've kicked on. And uh, I think they, those two wins just before the break were very important against Everton. Firstly, because it's Lampard, don't like him. Thoroughly enjoyed that, and then to win at West Ham, another club I strongly dislike. Horrible, oh, horrible fans. I very much agreed there. Vile. The, la- the last, the last pod we we said I, you, you could go down. I don't mm? think you're going to go down though. Oh, thank you, Craig. No. Oh, good. Um, no, I don't hope hope so too. But I think it's going to be very important that we retain the likes of Tillemans and Madison beyond January. We, 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 we've got to keep them in in January, basically. What if they come in? If someone comes in, twenty million for Tillemans? Nah. So on a free in next summer? Yeah. Yeah. He's definitely going to sell him and sign someone like Maitland Niles and Old Nanny. Well, we've been interested in both of those. <laughs> yeah, it's similar to Doug Shearer, like, his contract's going to run down, and I think we'd rather have him than... For that amount of time. Who's this, sorry? Doug Shearer, the young kid we got from Man City. His, his brother plays for Watford. Good player. He's, All right, he's okay. good. But you, but you saying that... Said all we needed to know. <laughs> but before before we we know we normally talk about this chap. Vestergaard, update please. What's happening with him? Oh, it's, it's very mysterious, isn't it? I mean, he's rejected. He rejected about two or three moves that were set up. One one was an absolutely set up for him to go to Fulham. No, I went to stay here and play. But you're not gonna play, <laughs> Yannick. We we signed is, you. Is he not being called up from Denmark? He's not, as a no. No, he's not. You're built like a county hunter and scarecrow. <laughs> you you look like Herman Munster, but uh, I signed you. Uh, this is Brendan Rodgers, by the way. <laughs> I signed you. You're a big clumbersome oaf. That's what all the Southampton fans took a chance. You're shite. So now no, he's 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 in the resies, and I think yeah, the last he, he played once for the resies, and he scored an own goal when we lost seven 0 to Fulham. And uh, paying Bertram a handsome sum as well. Oh, Bertram's on about eighty grand a week. Yeah, um, and in total, he's probably played about in six games, and I think we've lost every single one. Got any more ink? It's the one thing I always knew about news about Bertrand. Yeah, I think he he's was... had a couple more done on his neck. Yeah. I mean, he looks slightly more handsome than the ones that Edison has. Seems like a slightly less talented uh, Craig David, uh, old Bertrand. So you're happy? I with... mean, that is you... some. Damning praise, isn't it? Are you it? happy with Rogers? Because obviously you wanted him out. He was a bit toxic. Oh. Like you did earlier on, Craig. I'll throw my hands up. Like yeah. you did. And say, well, it, it, I mean, he has turned it around, hasn't he? Fair play to him. Um, I, I didn't think it was going to because he'd slagged too many people off. I didn't, I didn't 
think he'd be able to motivate people because he was doing a Mourinho, wasn't he? He was, he was just rinsing everybody around him and throwing them all under the bus. So I, so I thought they'd be like, oh, well, no, I don't want to play for you. But seemingly they are. So, no, fair play to him. He's, uh, he, he has turned it around. And back on the 26th of uh, December. Boxing Day, mate, against Newcastle. Ours is the 10th uh, is our first game back next Saturday. Huddersfield. Oh, yeah. Huddersfield at home. That's a shame. Huddersfield away. Marvellous. Yeah. Magic yeah, rock. Right. Apart from if you go with Craig Owen now and again. He uh, just gets a bit mouthy. Six points. We beat him. Yeah, that was his argument. Hey, don't matter that you got promoted. We got six points off you. And this fellow went, yeah, yeah, but we're in the Premier League. Don't matter. We got six points. What an argument. <laughs> so now we come to the main thrust of tonight's episode. And that is the Under the Cosh episode featuring... David Stockdale, because obviously a few episodes back, we looked at David Stockdale's website in detail. The player, the pundit, the entrepreneur, the businessman. And then not knowing him two weeks later, would sign for Sheffield Wednesday. That's the, of course it was, yeah. Unbelievable. Didn't know, didn't, didn't know then, did we? But uh, yes, we saw that uh, Chancery's son followed Stockdale and naturally assumed he was on his way. So like, I liked him before. I know like he, he comes across and we'll discuss... How it comes across, but I think he's a genuine guy, and not not because it is my club. He plays for my club, mm. but I like him. He's a, he's one of the good guys in football. For Do me. you not miss Peacock Farrell, that absolute Northern Irish icon that genuinely makes me terrified when he takes even a goal? I kick? can't. I it, it, it does terrify me how Vincent Company thinks Murich is better than him because I think when he were at Forest, he's an awful keeper, Murich. I don't understand how. I, I, I like. Uh, Peacock Farrell I think again and locked clean sheets last season and he's only young he's the only young keeper I think company has that sort of difficult decision of who's less shit rather than who's better between the two of them because they're both well, god he, awful he went to Anderlecht didn't he so obviously I think that's the link but I think because literally he was number one going into Burnley season and then he signed with a couple of days to go but anyway let's talk let's about let's about the number one guy shall let's, we let's talk about the main man who stocky yeah, yeah. Um, so he went on the Undercosh under the Kosh website website podcast, and he did like calling himself Stocky. He did. I found a lot of third person mentions when it came to Stocky. The name Stocky is a bit strange for me because Stocky is what um, my mum's best friend's son was called in like the rough area that we used to hang around when we were younger. We weren't cousins, but I used to tell people that he was my cousin, so people didn't make fun of me for being ginger. So it's kind of weird because I have like a very nice feeling towards the name Stocky, but then Dave Stockfield is obviously he's pulled that away from you. Yeah, uh, very conflicting feelings on that matter. And obviously, like the main thing of you going on this podcast, you're being interviewed. He's there to tell stories, I, and I find listening to a lot of football podcasts where they interview an ex-player, and it's this, quite rare. Well, he's, he's still currently playing. Still currently they, playing. They don't really so that's know, the difference. Not yeah. a lot of people currently but playing. But I think, typically, I think a lot of the football players who agree to do this have got a certain level of pattern. I think they've got kind of like a, a rhythmic way that they deliver stories. Like, it's kind of like, it reminds me of the way that Samantha in uh, Sex in the City talks. It'd be like, da-da-da, da-da-da. And it's just delivered in that way. And like every story that a footy player, you could write, okay, it's hitting all them notes. 
Stockdale talks like he's got washers in his mouth. I generally, I'm, I'm going to defend him here, but I, I generally think it's because um, whenever the majority of the footballers are retired footballers, and what do they do? They do after dinner events the sort of thing. So therefore, their agent hires some guy to do a bit of sort of training with them for a short period of time. Mm. I don't know if either of watched the Kieran Tripper um, under the cosh one as well. No. Jesus, it was awful. Like, he was just sort of sitting there nonchalant. He was boring. Just like, mumbling. Yeah, the most entertaining thing was when his kid came in, he was like, oh, get you out of here. At least it broke up the whole episode a bit. <laughs> um, for me, I was, and I was, I, I, I watched it and I was smiling through it. I, I, I really genuinely like him. He comes, what's well, obviously I'm in the dressing room at Sheffield FC mm. and some of the stuff, What it, it is a good environment and it, it can be quite an harsh environment uh, to be in there, but it is a laugh. And I think he comes across really well. What did you think of his um, his tattoo, the crucifix, creeping under his shirt? I didn't really look in that close detail. Of him. <laughs> <laughs> too, I was too busy smiling. I thought he's a humble, genuine man. Well, you were looking him up and down with your thirsty eyes, Chris. Well, that's the thing. Because, no, I did go into it with this sort of, like, you know, pompous sort of, like, yeah, and I can't wait to freaking watch this and think he's a dick. Didn't think he was a dick, just thought he was an idiot. Yeah, I don't. I genuinely think that like <laughs> any sort of things that people would question about him when it comes to, like morals or anything, I think he's just done it out of him being a moron rather than him actively like he's just a bit of an idiot. Well, that, well, idiot. that's why we're saying because obviously with the website, it's so David Brent esque that if it was off his own back, you'd think, oh, what an obit. It's clearly obvious that he's just been taken advantage of. No, but I, I'm going to counter that and some, and I know I am the Wednesday fan, but I was like this before anyway with him. It, Have you it, always been a Stockdale fan? I'm going to say, it doesn't matter what you can say about you know, like, him. I've so, heard these accusations about who he's been touching. I've always liked him. Yeah. No, it was, he's, like I said, that's his, who he is. That's his personality. Like mm. When he, he did an interview after the Akronson win and he actually does, loves football and obviously he talks about the the bad times at Birmingham. He's mm. enjoying his football, and he and he kind of he likes that uh, patter. He likes that bit of banter, and he's just a Yorkshire lad, isn't he? He didn't love it that much that he was willing to leave Birmingham on his three year contract at twenty grand a week. You know, that, he he loved it so much that he was happy enough to train with the under eighteens. No, but I think I think that's that that's why he's done it to talk about Birmingham because it kind of links to all what we I was saying about Westwood and Hutchinson, how what Monk did to them yeah. and I think like, Monk for whatever he can't handle big characters and I think Stockdale he's big anyway but I mean he can't handle <laughs> the, those types of characters in the dressing room who are quite outspoken who uh, have that presence and yeah that's exactly what happened with Westwood and Hutchinson so and obviously was the was the CEO I meant to ask was that Bassini-esque was he in this in that time Mm, I'm not for it. I'm not sure. No, Bim, no, he wants to buy. He wa- no, he Bim, no, Bazzini wants to buy Bergen now, doesn't he? Oh yeah. Yeah, sorry. Simon, Simon, <laughs> will you listen, Simon? <laughs> He's an ass, that bloke, isn't he? Now I've got my pointers in sort of linear chronological fashion, and one of the things, the first thing that made me laugh was when he was at Darlow, and where he ended up in the manager's office, and the managers went, "Who the fuck do you think you are?" I'm David Stockdale. Yeah, but that, that sums him up, though, isn't it? He's, yeah, an idiot. No, but he's 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 young, he's raw, he's like he just wanted a bit of petrol money. 
wrong with that. My, my favourite thing would be is if the assistant coach was in there and he had have stood up and goes, No, I'm Dave Stockdale. <laughs> Especially if his agent was there and his agent was his dad, you know, and it was the same name. He's a dope, isn't he? But, he, I mean, there were lots of references to his weight, his own description. I've never been a super fit dude. And basically, what I'd say to him, you show me somebody who's skinny, I can work as hard as them. And that's how it's worked for me through my career. I can relate to him. And, and again, I'm, I'm, I can relate to him. Because I've always had, I know, yeah, obviously it's audio, we're not, we've not done it like the Nikosh video. I, I'm a bit a tubby guy now, but I weren't. I was were 11, were 11 stone wet through, but I still had a bit of a little belly on me when I played. Right. And, I, and, I, and I got called a, a fat bastard a few times, even when I were in my prime at football. But I could, like I said, I knew what was happening. I could see it three seconds in front of me. And like, do you know what I mean? I get it. I, did, I could, yeah. did you say what Stockdale said, though, when obviously like as a goalkeeper, every time he's running up, Whoa, you fat bastard. And you go, yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> do you ever say that, Craig? Or somebody's no, but what was interesting, like he did try to lose that weight, didn't he? And then Newton, work for and Newton said, like, you look horrendous, stop now. Yes, just get and I think you have, that, like, you have that like, happy weight, don't you? That happy, uh, how you are with yourself. And... Now, I'll take on board, Craig, that you've said he's humble, I accept that. Seems an okay guy. Again, when it comes to perception, he is the only person I've ever heard describe adult rap as a lovely fella. And, quote, not a cunt. Yeah, no, I like, I like that quote, not a cunt. You know, not not just like a lovely fellow, but the fact that he had to, you know, put that disclaimer in there. Adil Tarapt has has almost based his whole career around being this flair player, like what we talked about before. Mm. Lazy, but if you give him the ball, he'd be quite exciting. But how, give me a manager who hasn't said that he's had uh, some type of attitude issue. Well, Redknapp was absolutely incensed, wasn't he, one time? I think, was he at Portsmouth for a bit? To rap. QPR when yeah, yeah, Portsmouth. Q- when I read that, went to QPR. Yeah, sorry, QPR. And, and you're thinking Bortang. Uh, no, 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 I'm thinking to rap. Uh, and it, it was yeah, it was at QPR, wasn't it? And he was in some press conference. He was absolutely raging because somebody asked him a question. Oh, you've got to rap on the bench. Like, why don't you bring him? Well, if we start fucking training and caring about it, but I hear Stockdale thinks he's all right. <laughs> no, but I think being in the dressing room, Sheffield Club, I kind of think players. They'll they don't really see that. They'll they they're all together, aren't they? Like they're all like for one as a, as a team. So he may have seen good sides to him, but mm. maybe a coach or a manager may think no, it's it's not for me. But yeah, he did say about uh, Nokia though, didn't he? Uh, wind him up. He loves it. That's what he said, didn't he? About, about who? Anthony Knocker. Oh, oh, knockers, little knockers. So wind him up, and and obviously I know that through when he was your. Uh, at Leicester and when he did that hey, Wednesday, in front of, front of yeah. Stuart Gray so talk about perception thought Tarat was a good guy who's the best manager you've ever worked under Mark Hughes I mean anybody again who discusses Mark Hughes as a manager because now he just used to get annoyed that we couldn't do what he did the Bradford fans uh, like him do they? yeah do they? Oh, okay oh. I thought he started terribly didn't he at Bradford Around there, Another example of uh, of his great intelligence as, as well was where he explained the concept of an all-you-can-drink nightclub. Where he just went, you take your glass to bar, they keep filling it up he, he when a, you're done. Yeah. He is a fan of them, and to be fair, he's right. They are a dying breed now, then. 
Like, I, I can't remember, I remember the student days. They were fucking great. You had a wristband on, didn't you? You paid 10, 15 quid. I think the last one I ever went to was, funny enough, was a, a Tuesday night, mm. midweek game, Wednesday, Birmingham, nil-nil. Mm. Uh, then me and Cam went to a, one of those nights. Brilliant, to be fair. We were one in Leeds, though, called, I think it was called Bondi Beach, and... It was good. It's probably the beans. It wasn't good, but like they had a revolving dance floor. It's fucking horrible. Funny you mentioned that. Literally today, I saw on uh, Facebook of all things uh, an advert for uh, a night out in Doncaster, where for fifteen quid mm-hmm. uh, on a Friday night you can get the bottomless brunch, but without any food. So from <laughs> eight o'clock to twelve o'clock, is it called bowlers? No, there's the ballers is included. There is social ballers, Paul <laughs> Cross, and another two other pubs. And as long as you get this wristband, you can um, go to any of those bars and drink as much as you want. But no doubles, no shots, no prosecco. Enjoy drink responsibly. I know, so not when an England game's on. Normally that deal happens on Friday, and they didn't have it. And yeah, just, obviously I know so I haven't seen Blossom. Glad you yeah. stepped in with yeah. the actual logistics, Craig. <laughs> yeah. And another thing that uh, particularly me and Adam had discussed prior um, was uh, he was astounded when he heard somebody speaking another language. Um, so I've sort of paraphrased it here where he just goes, and this is about Roy Hodgson. Yeah, yeah, Roy, yeah. And he started speaking these words to an Italian man and the Italian man seemed to understand him and I couldn't believe it. And I was thinking, what are they doing? And then I worked it out. He could speak Italian. I'd never heard it like it. But like I said, though, that was a very questionable paraphrase from there. <laughs> Darling, you're not gonna have no Italians in Darlington squad, are you? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? He's gone from Darlington League Two to Premier, to Premier League newcomers. Follow him, hasn't he? They've probably got a probably had a player called like Giuseppe, whose real name was Craig, but just because he loved pizza, they called him Giuseppe. Or like like the uh, League of Gentlemen sketch where there's the couple arguing. Um, and they're just going about, oh, where did that money go, Luigi? That 250 from my top draw. I don't love him anymore, Luigi. I'm sorry. My, my name's not Luigi. It, it's Carl. <laughs> I'm sorry. Hmm? I always thought he were called Luigi. Aye. And then straight back to me over there, that pair. Wasting on me, that one. Yeah. And then the other great one, he seems very fussy about his name. So obviously, where he went, to, he went to Fulham, didn't he? Premiership. Yeah. Brian McBride, former American international, wel- wen- welcomed in and just went, "Hello, Starks, how are you doing? How do you know my name?" <laughs> he was astounded for that. Always astounded that people knew him. I just loved though the story about when he got called in after the three-two defeat. Mm. Chairman were there, CEO were there, manager were there. Would that been all fired at that time? No, no, this Darlington goalkeeper. Oh, all oh, right, back to Darlington. Right. Shit. Like, what have I done? Have I done anything within a week? And he was like, oh, have I been on a night out with Brian Connor and have another 20 euro pints? Oh, yeah. Yeah, and like, that, that that's the level, isn't it? From that jump from League 2 to he, Premier League. He, he told that story so badly. Yeah. That that one where he was going in about... Uh, and he said, he dad... He said it were me who'd had all drinks. It were it were him who'd had all drinks. <laughs> yeah. And then and then just a lilt of nothingness straight after he spoke. It was after just after that that he also astounded the discovery of uh, the posh club that he went to that I couldn't remember which it was that had fish 
but it had no, the full fish. No, it was full of, that's what they had, sushi, didn't they? No, they had the full fish. And then, <laughs> you know, but then he said it was scampi. Then he had to correct himself that it was sushi. And I was just like, Jesus Christ, you what know. What do you do with a full fish? <laughs> well, it's kind of like her, uh, what Grealish has said, isn't it? It's good as sliced uh, bread, isn't it? But he says sliced veg. Does and, he? Yeah, that's what he said. It, it, that brings us on nicely, Craig, because another thing that Stockdale does, he fucks up a lot of phrases. Very, very basic. He's a bit like Ricky from Trailer Park Boys. He'll be like, hate to say it, but I told her so. I fucking have told her so. <laughs> Whereas Stockdale, what he wanted to say was reading between the lines, reading through broken lines. That was one. Now, the actual pull quote for the Under the Cosh episode was being ostracised from Birmingham. Yeah, yeah. First, time he, first time he said it, I was ostracised. <laughs> I was ostracised at Birmingham. There was, I can remember on a Tuesday night, we played Shrewsbury. Um, he, and the manager... He's bro- from Leeds, don't forget. Stop defending him. <laughs> um, and then a manager having a right, I couldn't believe it. He were, he, were, he, were, he were going on a right tangent. He were mad. He meant rant. Uh, and then the, the prices when I were down in Fulham in that London, astronomical, absolutely astronomical, weren't they? But then he talks about one of your favourites, Craigie, doesn't he? Jimmy Bullard. Uh, what a man. The, bull, the bulldog. The bulldog. And what was he What was he doing then, Craig? How did they find a little bit of entertainment for themselves of an evening? No, like, obviously he was new into the club and big character. But he, he, obviously the bulldog doesn't like to be on his own, does he? So called him into the room and he was excited we've all been there haven't we we may have gone away we work you've got your own hotel room he's thinking he's gonna have a nice time in there and but yeah bulldog wanted him in there didn't he, he wanted him in there sounds a bit like uh, craig's experience in a russian shower <laughs> what are the point is don't think with our careers of being teachers we get that too often or i guess a bit uh, famously in the public sector yeah. no, I, I think it's my new role isn't it? I've, I've gone out of the classroom and, <laughs> and into the I'm, hotel room and, 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 and i'm more of a teaching consultant now so yeah i'm a bit of a yeah i'm sorry lads yeah hotel room anyway but yeah he, but yeah bullard just talking about Babe Station, wouldn't say I couldn't so, believe it. Yeah, put put Babe Station on, and then he phoned one of the women and uh, just started having a conversation. You all right, girl? How you doing down there? You all right, Jimmy? How have you been? Well, you're looking quite relaxed, quite confident there. I'm surprised aren't you? he didn't get uh, stuck in, in in a big barrel and put a towel around and go, Yo! Yeah! Yeah! I would, one of the guys I went to school with, a guy called Nathan Orr, um, who now works for Sky Sports, mm-hmm. he's, he's worked with Akin Fennell, Terry Henry. He, there's actually a video with Akin Fennell from Soccer AM mm-hmm. basically going through uh, Nathan's highlights of doing nets and he gets ridiculed for it. But he works with Jimmy Bullard a lot and says that genuinely one of the nicest people he's ever met. Very, yeah. very down-to-earth person. Yeah. Literally, after, after filming's done, always the pub and he's always the first person. Like He will go... Like even if you want the pint or not, you're getting a pint and a, and a shot sort of thing. Like as soon as you go in, oh, which annoyingly is, generous. Yeah, but it, the thing is, is he has time for all the people he works with, which is quite nice to hear. But to be fair, he did. No wonder he went skint if he's buying everybody. Around. Say, oh, yeah, don't get that from Cord neither, do you? He won't be doing that. Uh, he then went on to because of course he played for Leicester for a bit on loan, and uh, him and Tony Warner. Pretending to have a fight, Bonus. Um, and I mean, such was the quality of, of our team at that particular point. If you got them two Conrad. dossers, 
Well, that's the thing. I was going to say, Conrad came in, didn't he? But uh, after they had this fight and Mike Stowell had broke it up and, and gone in, Nigel, always a Leicester hero, uh, you two are a pair of cunts. <laughs> <laughs> now, and you can tell that he's a cunt because... Uh, Joe Matic. Can we reveal that story about Joe yeah. Matic? Another Leicester. I love that. Why has it never been? Why does nobody know about this story? This story. Um, yeah, he told that one quite well, didn't he? Apparently, yeah, Joe Matic threw one of the poles that they have for training that they're running out, don't they? And it impaled in Matty Fryatt's thigh. What a player. I, I love Fryatt when he came to Wednesday on from you guys. Uh, yeah, not a bad player. Yeah, Rel- like, relatively yeah. prolific. And then there was that interesting reveal that Big Nige does the same thing as Carlton Palmer before a game. As a shot. Yeah. Doesn't he? Because Carlton used to have a brandy, didn't he, before he, uh, before he went out? Whereas uh, whiskey for big Again, nice. that five loan rule, but it worked in his favour. He had a few uh, whiskey chases with all nice, didn't he? Oh, yeah, he got caned, didn't he? Because uh, yeah, he had it revealed that he couldn't be in the team. And then after that, obviously, he revealed that somehow got into the England squad. Never I, played. I, I, I totally forgot, like, he were in. He, same with Black Bullard, <laughs> he got called up, didn't he? With Fulham and didn't play. Who would ever remember the. Fourth choice keeper in an England squad that never was, played a was, Don't was, be hard on yourself. Craig. No, but it was quite because obviously he was playing in Championship. It's quite rare, isn't it, for like a Championship player to be getting. It was, there was a, there was a time where there was quite a few Championship players. Well, Sam Johnson at West Brom. Well, no, but yeah. Dave Nugent got his first cap when he was he playing when he for was... Preston or Portsmouth. Really? Right. Yeah, when he yeah. scored that goal, it was in the Championship. He's, he's got a phenomenal strike rate. Only one, one game, one goal. I love that. The on the line as well, yeah. wasn't it? You have to respect it. But there's there's been a few players who through the championship because I think I think one of the things was is there was a lot of like successful international teams were getting were willing to give players from different divisions uh, an opportunity and mm. England were doing anything to not be a shot. Well, it must be gutting he, he didn't get a cap, but just to be around that setup, I bet it's amazing. Isn't we it, reckon, Dunny, that he didn't get a cap because he ran the wrong way during a warm up. <laughs> Yeah, dear Scott Carson. Only reason. Only you've reason. I, I, you've all, everybody's been there. They're like, you're you're a sub. I've certainly been there, Craig. Like, yeah. Come on, put me on. Like, are you are you trying to you do star jumps in front of manager? <laughs> like, I'm ready. I like, I've got Everybody my shorts down. <laughs> yeah. I think it was interesting when he when he got asked like who was in the squad and he he, he led with Darren Bent, Stuart Downing, yeah, the king of funky house, um, and then obviously he went on to talk about his time at Birmingham. Didn't he? Where, where, where he was ostracised. Where he was ostracised. Um, and he ended up playing in the under-18s, didn't he? Yep. And, uh, ben Sanderback, which he really enjoyed with Tom Cusack. And I love how he written to PFA saying, I'm going to smash these young lads if I keep you from, him from going out for a tackle. And like you say, to be fair, but it, I'm glad he has done this because it, it kind of, for me, gives me an insight of what Gary Monk were like. Again, and, and when he were at Leeds, the Leeds fans have said, yeah, he comes in, he does really well, then he starts to cause a lot of issues, and that's what happened, what happened at Leeds. And it's, it's not surprising he's still not got a, a manager's job from leaving. Oh, yeah, no, he hasn't worked after that, has he? You know, uh, um, my good mate Danny Kane, mm-hmm. and obviously being a Birmingham fan, he just says that even the, the aftermath of that whole Birmingham shit show for those few seasons... It's still going on today. Well, there's you still know, parts of the ground that have um, been written off. That's why Simon wants to buy it. Simon. <laughs> Simon. But if you think about it, you know, at that point, Tom's Kushak would have signed from them from where West Brom? Yeah. Or Man United. No, but he was at Man United, yeah. and then I think he went to West yeah. Brom, wouldn't he? And then he went down to Birmingham. If that's the case, like you went for United, the wages, which are, what, 50 grand a week? 
then the West Brom, he probably wouldn't have dropped down that much. The Birmingham probably didn't drop that much. And I that think much. that's why he, 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 he name-checked Rodwell, as we know from Sunderland side eye. Doesn't he, come across that well. He didn't it? want to rip up the contract. At least... Stop there, wanted out. Wanted, wanted out, and they wouldn't let him out. But, but imagine a football club, like your football club, like saying we don't have money, yet playing on under-18s, Two goalkeepers on a collective of about fifty grand a week and centre backs. <laughs> you know what I mean? You would have to go. Eh, that's a that's a very sh- what do you call him? Stuart Pearce, <laughs> Daniel James, uh, David James up front sort of move, isn't it? Mm. And, they try, and they tried everything. Didn't they? they did the timing of him coming in, looking at his social media, like what's been happening with Andrea Gray and things like that. That's what will catch you, out, Craig, isn't it? The social media. I remember we had a big. Uh, uh, CPD training session on social media when I was in there uh, in school and yeah. we had to go through all and make sure everything was deleted because you get that when you check in you're like and it's like so cringe in it like oh why why did I say that 10 years ago do you know what I mean but I've literally since I became a teacher every Facebook memory every day for like the first <laughs> year I just had to delete something just to me being like an absolute no I got rid of the majority I kept one from Budapest where there's just a dead pigeon in a sub- subway cup <laughs> Upside down. That's a shocking find, that. Very unfortunate, I assume, that that turned out that way. Or, alternatively, somebody quite sociopathic just placed it within the cup. Um, but I think it was quite interesting how he, how he liked Gareth Ainsworth, because Gareth Ainsworth says woo. And, like, rock, rock music. He'll turn up. He might sing something. <laughs> he might play a guitar. I've never seen anything like it. Madness. But what I got from it, and and a lot of and it, every footballer is like this. Uh, they just want to be loved necessarily and, and welcomed into club. That's what it is. And he didn't have that ability. No, and Ainsworth seemed to look after him, didn't he, and sort of invest. And in that's him. big of it. And to look, he paid his own bloody wages to go. And the next day, once you heard that, Craig, you went in and open mouth kissed every Sheffield <laughs> FC player. <laughs> Yeah. Just want to be loved. To be fair, like I, I, when I played, even in like uh, amateur, like I preferred a manager who would have like, kissed oh, a player on the mouth. No, no, <laughs> Especially in under sixteens. Great famous hotel rooms. As that arm round you. No, Joey, I, I, I wouldn't like a manager who's like who would just. I, uh, I, feel, I, feel though, <laughs> I feel as though there are certain players. And it feels with the players what need that? Th- that that lack a wee bit of confidence mm. need that um, arm around the shoulder to, as you said yeah. to get the thing. Lots but the players yeah. that are almost overconfident need that bollocking to be able to channel that confidence into I'll show you and yeah. sort of and it, obviously that's a very sort of um, simple sort of way yeah. of describing it. But you would say that that would work more times than it wouldn't for it. Yeah. And I'd be the same as you. I on the football pitch. Lack confidence, something shocking to the point that if so, if a manager believes in you, you yeah. believe in yourself, you get the best out of your way. You know, like if a manager yelled at me, I just shit myself even more and be awful. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I mean, you you both probably like me quite quite right not to have that confidence on the pitch. Excuse me. <laughs> I had trials at Inter Milan and played against Blackburn Youth. Don't forget, I played for Holland three games. Yeah, I mean, I've got the confidence. Yeah, yeah delusion. All right. As opposed to confidence. I did like that he had the self-awareness of, I'll never write a book, though. <laughs> he said it now, hasn't he? He's, he's 
Told his story now. On the car. <laughs> it wasn't fucking great to be fair. We know what's happened with Birmingham. It's fair enough. That was quite a good one, though. I don't know where he was playing, but where he said he broke his arm on somebody's giant chin. <laughs> yeah. And they went, You've not broke your arm. So I put my arm up and it flopped down, and they went, You have broke your arm. I'm a Yorkshireman. It's, it's, it's seldom do you ever see under the cosh. Where the um, the guest makes John Parkin look intelligent, but this was one of them. Well, and that and that's John Parkin who shits in the program. <laughs> and then of course he went. He goes to the Wednesday after Wickham. And did you did you like how we were dancing round it at the start? He just went. I got the text through. You got to look at the size of a club like that. Yeah, got to look at the size of a club like that. Said so the M word, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Yeah, of course he did. Yeah, and and people people are saying like when they do come to Wednesday, we tell the the PR people or whoever the media tell them they don't. It, it is that is what it is. We are that club, and it is a big club. And I'm not going to say the the M word because it, it, some people say it's a joke and everything. But it's it, mongoloids. <laughs> no, but to be fair, like. He's come to us. He wanted to move back up north. He's doing well for us. Yeah, like people say, he struggles to dive. He is a, a big chap. He struggles to dive. It's not bad for a keeper. He struggles to dive, and he's got most clean sheets. But I think his presence, he, he, he demands. Defenders have really earned those clean sheets. <laughs> there, <laughs> demands the and and like, and like he says uh, when he played for Wickham last season, when we lost one mm. 0 and. To be fair, he is a bit of a shit house. He, he like he does time waste. Time like waste. And when when you've got somebody like that in your team, uh, or when you're playing against somebody, and it's it's so frustrating. I remember Ben Hamer for Charlton, who went, he did it constantly. And uh, when he used to come to us, when he played for Charlton. But yeah, I'm glad we've got somebody like Stockdale within that uh, within Wednesday. I think he's going to do well, and I hope, like he said, he wants to celebrate with all fans with that. Trophy, if it's first or second. He, he did make a concession, though, Craig, and I wanted your thoughts on this. We talked him up. Look at size at club. They're massive. I've said it. He said, leagues don't care how big your club is. Think about that, Craig. Got to think about where you are, haven't you? Yeah, we are where we are. Yeah. Uh, but leagues I don't think don't care. I don't. I don't think we should. I, I think we shouldn't be there, but we are there on on. Obviously, we've got point deduction. We've got to remember that. We would have stayed up if it weren't for that point deduction, but we need to get out as quick as we can. Mm. And I think, and same with Sheffield United, like two big clubs, two, two, two big clubs. One big club, one massive club. Yeah, I that's, think point. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's it. We shouldn't be in League One Championship. We should be in Premier League. Uh, and I do miss playing them, even though it's a really difficult week for me. Like, I, I hate and and. Adam's a good friend of mine, and I've got a mate who was a blade. But I do these that hate hatred in these. <laughs> but uh, and you don't get a lot a lot in football, and uh, I think we need to harness that. But yeah, two good two good clubs. Three nil eaters have sort of taken away the the shine of the things. I I I hated Sheffield Wednesday when I lived in Northern Ireland a lot more than whenever I moved over after five years after sort of living in the city and meeting a lot more Sheffield. Wednesday fans, the only week that I properly hate you is, is Derby week. I hate Leeds collectively across the year a lot more than I would hate uh, Wednesday. And the team who I hate possibly more than Leeds at the minute is I fucking hate Forest. No, Honestly, I, I can't yeah, stand Forest. Really like that bloody bug-eyed 
prick of a manager. The signings they make. I don't think we've got any Forest fans who listen, so we've got a few Leeds fans there. I can't fucking stand Forest. Please, Serge Aurier will sort them out. Resilient and stoic. Let's sign four fullbacks. I think. I think. I know we're going. uh, We're branching off to Forest, but to sign twenty-two players, what does it do to that team who's got Europe? I think. And yeah. still play some of them. But I add mm. add a few. You don't need to do those massive I know a lot of them went back They're to the parent club. Yeah. yeah, but twenty two players. They have to turn it around a bit though, haven't they? They've got a couple of wins. Yeah, I hope they plummet though. I, I honestly I would love I would love them to get relegated and then financial fair play to screw them over. I just think they're a horrible club and thing. Cooper's eye twitching. Ugh. Such a thing. So just finish on as well, described Wednesday. I think he thought this was a bit of a pearler, bit of a, you know, bit of a witty one. Describe Wednesday as a stepping stone closer to grave. <laughs> he did say that, did he? To be fair, though, 37, he's doing well, isn't he, to keep, to keep playing it. And I know keepers can go on like Buffon. I think he's still playing, isn't he? Like 41. Yeah, he's at Palmer, yeah. So he'd be, yeah. Still playing, but yeah. Uh, Glad to be mentioned in the same breath. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he got called up to England squad. Don't, can't knock him. Buffon never did, Craig. Like, you're a, you're, I know that's a moronic thing to say. I know he comes across as... He was a, speaking Italian. I know he's, <laughs> Roy Hodgson got him in. <laughs> I, I know he's come across as a journeyman, but he... To, to, Eighteen to, clubs. But to, to, to how many appearances? And from where he's come, he's not done bad as it to be fair. He's I can't wait till he leaves to go to Leeds on a like on a hundred grand in January, <laughs> and you're just like, I never fucking liked him, the fat bastards. <laughs> I told you, won't be Leeds, the grave. <laughs> it's also a long time since we've heard anything about uh, Chef FC, isn't it, Craig? But. Uh, Going a lot better this season, isn't it, than it was last season? Yeah, if you look at, to be fair though, if you look at the league table now, we're sitting 14th, we've had games postponed, but yeah, uh, obviously we had a really bad result against Stockton a couple of weeks back, against Topper League, 6-0. Bit of a drubbing that, isn't it? Very, very good team, and that's how you win a league, how they've played, and last year we, we drew with them 3-3, and it's virtually the same squad, so, but yeah, if we won that game, would have been near, near the playoffs. I think we've got a chance for the playoffs, but at least we're not going to be nowhere near relegations of like we have been for the last three, four. How many is it league? 20. 20. If you do get promoted, what league do you get to? So we get promoted to the uh, the Northern Premier Premier League. And so who are the teams in that that you'd heard, have heard of? So you've got like uh, Michelover in there, uh, oh, yeah. Buxton in there. Matlock stuff like that so yeah some nice away days yeah yeah so a Hallam and then from then you go to Conference North Mm. and then it'd be the Conference and the Football League a Hallam the league below you lot yeah so we're step four so four divisions below uh, League 2 it's not that far away if you get a bit of money together or was it L Church who got to they were in the round two they're same level as us Oh yeah, we got they were the lowest. Rock. So how many games would they have had to win to get to that? Six. Bloody hell! Because I know Workshop got quite close. They were one game away. I think what do you call? No, five or six. Because you have a, an extra preliminary round and the preliminary round, so it's five or six to get to the first round proper. Mm-hmm. Could, what standard could you get with it? Because there's a new stadium being built. I'm correct in saying. Well, yeah, so nice stadiums, but a football ground. Yeah, yeah the so, stadium seems a little bit so, far fetched. <laughs> 
To be fair, it is going to be a stadium. Uh, Salford has now a football league club. They're starting at the same level with Sheffield FC. So. But um, what I'm saying is, with with your ground, the new one that's being built, is that adequate for you? If you manage to get mm. up the yeah. leagues, would you be allowed to be in League 2 yeah. with that ground? Yeah. New ground? Oh, it's a stadium. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, quite yeah. Right with that. It's got two nets and everything. Oh, that's good, isn't it? Yeah, we're doing, we're doing better, uh, much better. Got, got good group, so yeah, should be good. And, and are you playing Saturday, Craig? Grantham. Grantham, away. North Yorkshire. Yeah. If you whisper the name Craig Turton at the ground, you get 10% off your ticket and a free refill on the coffee if you buy the first one. <laughs> <laughs> Not for yourself. For him, <laughs> that's how it works. Out. No, but yeah, I'm still enjoying it, and uh, yeah, uh, hopefully we may push for playoffs, but it's a difficult league, and it, it is again all about money, and we're not paying the most, but we we we're, we're competing up bar the stocks and game, and we always struggle against northeast teams. Well, it says it's very much a bit of a northeast sort of a Bermuda Triangle style sort yeah, of occurrence, they, isn't it? Anytime you go, they've got some about them, haven't they? Up there, it's like I always say, like when playing junior football, if you ever play a Barnsley team, they're all, you're always in for a game, and you're definitely always in for a game when you play at Jordy's. It's because we live on studies. And I was gutted. I went up there. We lost six nil, literally at the bar. And you know what I like? I like a new Brown. Just sold out, and then so I said, I saw what I came up for, but snap, snap were good. It were not like chuffing snap what we have at chuffing Dunstan. No, uh, what, what, what was so good about Stockton? Well, we had proper chili con carne, nachos, Ooh. cheese, a bit of crusty bread. I thought if you were on tea side, you might get a palm or <laughs> do you have to offer the opposite team food when they come down? Yeah, we get with Domino, Domino's Pizza. Oh my god, that's such a sellout. No, we, we've not got enough clubhouse, I've told you that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but it goes down it goes down treating the way and then um oh man so yeah a bit of dominoes yeah well the fucking boxes get passed around the stands <laughs> yeah. I think no, it's for the players I, I, yeah dominoes but that's what players get after games yeah yeah well that does that meet your very high nutritionist we uh, have got fit, we, we have got a fitness coach uh, Austin McIntosh who's a great guy. You should check his gym out. Uh, yeah, not a uh, brilliant nutritionist, but he's a great guy. <laughs> no, and he, he, he does not like the dominoes, he, he said, but yeah. Well, that yeah. time that time I watched you like Stocksbridge Park Steels, again, just on this note, and you went, you all went for food to the kitchen at the end of the game. And again, you're thinking, is it going to be, I don't know, chicken, rice, that's a fucking foot-long hot dogs. Yeah, a bit scabby, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, it looked rank. They, to be fair to them, they're doing brilliant. Like they, they Stocksbridge, when I our league obviously Varney mm. played for them. Yeah, uh, they were tipped to get relegated. They lost a lot of their big eaters. Mm. Budget were cut. Furling league, right? Doing brilliant. Have you played them yet? Yeah, won all the scoring last minute. That I showed you a video when the left back just like chipped our keeper in the last kick. Oh, it was a great goal, wasn't it? Very good goal. Yeah, won all. But yeah, uh, yeah. Mid table, hopefully, we can push. If we get top half finish, I think it'll be yeah. good. Oh, glad you've been able to consolidate. Generally, so. though, if you get the stay in, if you stay in this league, if that ground is built, stadium, sorry. Yeah, stadium. Um, generally, those are the things that sort of pull in a few players like that. Yeah. And you've got a bit of money from uh, the uh, local council, didn't you, to help with the stadium? And we're also getting money from Wednesday United as well. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> Pumping it in, but like like we said though, like it, sh- it should Sheffield should shout about football, and we've said this before, mm. haven't we? 
it doesn't and it, it needs to and Sheffield City Council don't do enough and that's a, you could have another half an hour like we've just done on Stocky <laughs> about that but yeah we need, to, the, we need to do more because the pub should have been bought outside Allen yeah. where, yeah. they, where they drew up the rules of football that should be a museum in of itself well, now it's Sheffield, just become well, flat so club Sheffield FC have been playing in Derbyshire for the last 20 years well so, I, know, I know someone that works for the uh, local council of Michael Kane. You've met Michael Kane a few times. Yes, Sheffield I have met Michael Kane. Okay. He may be a town planner, but he needs to get the finger out and get that uh, the welcome to Sheffield with all the badges on it sorted. I know that, the, like I've said before, that got rejected. Just the bottom of part way, just put a sign. Would why reject it? I don't get it. Just do not understand it. If it were Manchester or London, they'd have it, wouldn't they? And it, and it or Liverpool, but no. There you are, Michael. You need to get on with it. And soak this bloody air. Well, that's it, isn't it? Eh? Been a long time since we've been here. Um, hopefully, it was all right. Um, and with uh, you know the new sort of uh, co-host here, Adam, how have you found it? Yeah, I've enjoyed it. It's been great crack. Oh, good. And uh, got that word in. Thanks. Just to show my Northern Irish ism. Oh, it certainly was. Well, it's yeah. been a good crack. I so think. it is. Yeah. Uh, but no, I, I look forward to coming back again, and uh, we've you enjoyed know, you on the podcast. Debating, you know, between brains of uh, Craig and myself, which isn't too much of a challenge, but I digress. Hey, like Buffon and Stockdale, isn't it? Uh, we thought we'd give an update, a quick update regarding the It's Our Year podcast, Fantasy Football League. So go on then, Craig. Who at this moment in time is top? But on that though, we can't we couldn't believe how many entries we had. We had thirty seven teams in in the What's so we mu- right? so we must have certain listeners. So top of the league going into this obviously World Cup break. Yeah, we've got uh, Mark Wyatt. Uh, Wyatt, yeah, yeah. Benali the goat after oh. Francis. Yeah, with nine hundred and twenty two points. So he's doing well. Can he hold on? Yeah. Uh, uh, we, then we're going to go straight in the middle, and we've got uh, uh, number eight, uh, 18th place, Fred West Best, <laughs> uh, uh, Blue Revel, uh, good old Blue, one of our good friends, uh, on 852, and just below him, DMFC, and that's Dan Murray. Good lad, Dan. With 850. Nice down the bottom. Down the bottom, we've got the Wizard of Ozil, uh, Lee Haig. Uh, propping, just above him, though, eh, Craig? Propping up the table with 714. And our guest co-host, <laughs> uh, uh, Adam French, and like he said, he's still not made it a substitution. He is 36th place, uh, uh, Banger Blades with 723. So, yeah, uh, we've got a good turnout. It's not how you start, guys. It's how you finish. Yeah, and I'm doing pretty all right. I'm 11th, and uh, uh, where are you, Gaten? Uh, probably languishing in the... 23rd. All right. With old Jobber United. Jobby United. Yeah, it. and uh, as you know, I'm, I'm a quite a... Uh, Fan of the Turks two step. That's the dance, not the whiskey chaser and a pint of lager. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we doing it at Blossoms on Friday yeah, night. No, the two no, step. no, no. You just stood still because the music. Yeah, was but so yeah, sorry. right. Well, Texting that... your missus to the real irritableness of uh, surrounding young fellows, wouldn't you say? Yeah, well, I, I, I have my call. I don't think get into any bother. But yeah, that is the it's our year podcast fantasy league. So yeah, and we we're just saying prior to this, hopefully. 
we'll be able to be a little bit more regular now. Yeah, what we with what with Craig bit. not having any more children for the foreseeable yeah. future. Um, not sure Adam will. What have a child soon? Yeah, uh, <laughs> probably not. No, no. no. Uh, not that I bloody know of. Am I right, guys? No, uh, not another bit. Good bit of crack there. Oh god. Yeah, we'll we'll try to get on before New Year, and hopefully England will be world champions, eh? It's coming up. Come on. Yeah, maybe probably more likely Brazil, Argentina, or uh... any of the other fifteen clubs that are still in it. Clubs. There we are. Good day, isn't it? <laughs> Finished with the balls up. <laughs>